Chelsea's over here burping. Like, it was a good one, too. It was. It was good. I'd like to propose a toast. Welcome to Wines and Dolls, a podcast where Chelsea and Emily wine and talk about musicals. Welcome. Wine is a devil one time drop. So, hi, Chelsea. Hey, Emily. We are using currently, we had our pop mic has had some some popping problems. Technical difficulties. And so we have grabbed a new mic from my sister's room that is the Yeti. And it picks up everything. Am I right, Chels? It's pretty good. It's pretty good. Pretty good. So if you hear any sort of rustling that you never have dog, heard before. Dog nails. Well, the dog nails are always apparent. They are just going to be even louder with this mic. My burps will be extra big. So we're just experimenting today. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Emily. Hey, Chelsea. What are you whining about today? (sighs) Why am I going first? Ha! Because you always make me go first. What am I whining about, Chelsea? Fuck. I don't know. I did actually say, I was like, no, this is what I'm going to whine about. Hey, Emily. Hey, Chelsea. What are you whining about today? What am I whining about? God damn it. So, um, I put out on our social medias, on Instagram, I put out, what do you want to hear slash see more of from W&D? W&D being Wines that, and Dolls. That's us. Wines that's and, us. It's Wines and Dolls. That's us. That's us. Wines and and the, these are the responses I have received. There's six. Oh, wow. What's your favorite podcast? David Brick is my fave at the moment. That's one. Second one. What is your favorite podcast? David Brick is my fave podcaster, ATM. Oh, my God. Third one. Which podcaster do you listen to? David Brick is my favorite, ATM. Fuck this bitch. Who? Four. This, the this is, these are the different fuck? people. Four, this is the fourth person. Which podcast do you like? David Brick is my favorite podcaster. Right now, he interviewed Beyonce's publicist. The fifth response, are you there, God? It's me, M. That me. <laughs> <laughs> and then the sixth is... Who's your favorite podcaster? God damn David it. Brick is mine. So David Brick, consider this your ad, and we require twenty percent of whatever you are making. Yep. What the Face. fuck? Dude. I don't know who you are. Um. What the fuck? Like, how rude? Get off our Instagram you unless you are promoting us. What would you like to hear from us? We don't give a shit about David fucking Brick. Though my favorite podcaster, I will say right now, is Christine Schieffer from And That's Why We Drink. Okay. I do like that show a lot. Yeah. yeah. Excuse me. That was oh a burp my. and a hiccup. That was a lot. Hey, Chelsea, what hey. are you whining about? Hey, Emily. Uh, well, first of all, I got this deep, sexy voice today because I, I got allergies or something happening in my voice. I'm going to say but it's the coronavirus. every time I say my throat's a little sore, everybody's like, coronavirus. And I realize I just complained about the, I whined about the coronavirus in their last, last episode. Week, yeah. Um, but I'm going to go ahead and do it from a different perspective. It's the same perspective from the theater side of things. I'm very grateful to work for many companies that respect and value me as a human being, even though um, I am a performing monkey and a teacher, you know. I, I do <laughs> professional monkey. monkey. Um, I do appreciate that they they respect us enough to have now. Uh, they're going to be um, at Main Street. They're going to be disinfecting the entire theater in between public shows. I'm imagining but public spray, shows like the yeah. bug sprayer, and they just spray down they all just the seats. Spray it. They have the, uh, the plane go over. They're probably. <laughs> I mean, that would be a fucking hilarious. Crop duster plane through Matchbox Fire. <laughs> Andrew walks in with his, like, death mask on and yeah. he's just, like, spraying chemicals <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> I mean, I don't know how they're going to do it, but they're going to be disinfecting everything in the lobby and in the theater. And they're going to be disinfecting our dressing rooms now from here on out. And on public shows, we usually do a... Um, a line, an autograph line where we meet the kids, we take photos, we sign their their different um, programs. You know, that's the public show. And now they are cutting the public show for everybody's safety. So Cutting the line from the public show. I'm sorry, not cutting the public show. They're cutting the autograph line. So if you're coming to see me and you expect autographs, I'm really sorry. We're not doing that. But if you join our Patreon, she I might. will happily send you whatever you want. <laughs> 
if you join our Patreon, whatever you want, whatever you want I will sign a used tissue for you it that does be, not have the coronavirus on it's it. It's like my used tissue, you will sign it. I will sign it. Ooh. I'm like hitting the... I heard that. Stop. But, oh my God, I'm going to whine about this. It's going to be, I'm the one who has to edit it out. That's true. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I appreciate working for places that respect us like that. This is all very new territory for everyone here, y'all. So I appreciate... Um, all of the places considering, all the places I work for considering our safety. So thanks, guys. Uh, but I want to, I want to <laughs> tell you this. I just found this on the Facebooks. Um, I, it just surprises me how many adults don't know how to wash their hands or forget that they need to wash their hands. That's my favorite question to ask my students. Did you, you wash your hands? hands? And they walk back into the bathroom. <laughs> gross, 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 gross. But like, uh, this thing was posted. It's twenty song. Or, or no, I'm sorry. Songs with twenty second choruses to sing while you wash your hands. So you're both entertaining yourself and remaining healthy. The first one is "Good as Hell," Lizzo. You're supposed to repeat it twice, and then "Love on Top," Beyonce. Baby, it's you. You know who uh, was interviewed by David Brick? Huh? It was Beyonce's? Fuck David publicist. Brick. <laughs> Fuck him. <laughs> He's creeping into our podcast. Here's your PSA, y'all. 20 seconds. Wash your damn hands. Warmish water. Warm Use water. some soap. What are we talking about today, Emily? Hey, Chelsea. Hey, Emily. What are we talking about today? We're talking about mean, mean girls. I'm not a mean girl. Uh-huh. Actually, hey, were you a mean girl in high school? Depends. It depends on which one. <laughs> were you any... Do you relate? Who do you relate to the most from Mean Girls the Musical? Katie. Let me just put it that way. Katie? Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. I guess Katie for me. I want to say Janice, but I'm not as cool as Janice. I was never as cool. See, I'm not as cool as Katie, as but I was, I was always the new kid. Mm-hmm. So oh. I'm like, when it comes to Katie getting like moving in but the difference between me and katie is i had the i'm trying to think the best way to describe it i was like katie but never got scooped up by a regina okay never had a regina i always got scooped up by like damien oh yeah same season not janet not janet Not not a janet i was a super nerd I got I got cute in high school, like sophomore, junior, sophomore, sophomore or junior year. But I always just kind of hung out with the choir geeks and the nerds and um, the theater people towards the end. But even they were too cool for me. Like I got honestly out. So when I I went to four elementary schools and three middle schools and two high schools, mm-hmm. and in like fifth grade, sixth grade, I just wanted to be like part of the popular kids, of course, mm-hmm. just like everyone else. But I was fat. I was a figure skater. I played flute. Um, and I didn't really have friends at school. And then I tried out for the cheerleading team into sophomore year, or not sophomore year, into seventh grade, and I got in. But then I moved to Illinois where I Ooh. was still on cheerleading. Um, but I was still, didn't really have like a main friend group or they weren't the popular kids, I guess. That was a really small school. Mm -hmm. But then I got pretty. And then I moved to England. And I somehow became friends. There was two groups in England, very clear. It was the nerdy group, like nerdy quote-unquote group, who would claim that they were nerdy, and then the popular kids. And I was always with the popular kids, but had like two or three friends in this quote-unquote nerdy group. Mm -hmm. And... That's where I realize I'm like, being popular is not where it should be because it's like everyone was fake to each other anyways. Yeah. And so that's when after so by that learned that in eighth grade. So by the time I got to high school, it's like, fuck everyone. <laughs> and I, I wish I wish I could have been that person. Good for you for getting there. I mean, I lived many lives, Chelsea. Uh, you sure have. Yeah. <laughs> you have lived a lot. So in your twenties, uh, six six years, yeah. I'll be twenty seven when you turn thirty three. Uh, on the same day we have the same birthday yeah yeah yeah. you're forgetting your age no i i just realized it was 33 coming up soon 
Not to call you out or anything. Just yeah. 33. Yeah. Almost. Not yet. Almost. God, give me some time. Yeah, so Mean Girls, we all have seen the movie, right? 2004. If you haven't seen the movie, catch the fuck up, y'all. It is hilarious. It's on Netflix. It's on Netflix. I think it's on Netflix. It is so good. I love quoting the movie. I love everything about it. I did not see it when I was in New York because it was just opening the last time I was up there, and it was way too expensive for me. I, mean, I got really, really cheap tickets on Today Ticks. You did? Okay. Mm-hmm. I'll try it the next time I go up. No, but they're like, the quotes from Mean Girls, I think, are in our everyday vocabulary now. Yes. Like, every Wednesday, I'm like, we wear pink on Wednesday. Yes. On Wednesdays, we wear pink. Okay. You go, Glen Coco. You go, Glen Coco. All right, so let's do a little background on background. this. A little, little background on this. The music is by Jeff Richmond, and fun fact, this was his very first musical to write. I know. Nailed it. Uh, slam dunk. And then, um, but he's also, he's a theater geek. He's a self-proclaimed theater geek. He loves musicals. But this was his first musical to write. Lyrics by Nell uh, Benjamin. I can't read my handwriting. And the book, of course, by Tina Fey. Tina Fey. Fucking love her. God, I love her. Speaking of influential women. I know, right? Right. Um, music directed by Mary Mitchell Mary Campbell, Mitchell Campbell. Who, Emily knows. I don't know, know her, but I love her. But they went to the same college. She, I mean, yeah. Her, she loves her. She started, uh, Firm and Papa Players, which was the group that I performed with in college. So mm-hmm. she was the founder of that group. Yeah. And she has, um, a step, artists striving to end poverty. Poverty. Oh. I've had two sips of wine and I can't talk. I mean, it's the middle of the and afternoon on a Friday. So. It's true. I didn't even realize what time it was. <laughs> but she, um, her career path is like my ideal career path mm-hmm. where she gets to do music director. She's uh, she's in Indianapolis right now with Jessica Bosk and Marissa uh, doing her concert. Uh, and, that's how I know her name mm-hmm. so well. Like, there's okay. a little, I, like she popped up on Jessica Bosk's Instagram. I go, oh my gosh, she's very Oh my ah. god. She's also um, Kristen Chenoweth's music director. So she travels with Kristen. Oh yeah. Okay. A lot. But that's cool. Yeah, so she's just like I want I want to be that person who's able to still perform but also do a nonprofit. Yeah. That like means something and that's what she's doing. So she's the one who does like the A Step concerts and everything. That's awesome. I love that. Love her. Ah. Love you, Mary Mitchell. So it was directed by Casey I can't say the name. Is it Nicola? N-I-C-H-O-L-A-W. Um, and she was the, the, the she's a director and choreo, choreographer. She was, she's gotten Tony nominations for Drowsy, Book of Mormon, Something Rotten, The Prom, and Choreo for Spam a lot. Like this, this girl is good. She's doing all the things. She's doing all the things. And it was produced by Lorne Michaels. He's the SNL producer and Stuart Thompson. Um, the premiere was at the National Theater, Washington, D.C., October 2017. And the Broadway premiere was in April of 2018 um, at the August Wilson Theater. And then 2019, this past year, was the national tour. was when they started the national tour. Yes. Um, know who's on the national tour right now? I do not know who's on national tour. Do you tour. know Asia from Sam Houston? No. Her little Houston girl, Asia. She's on she's I've on heard of her, but I've never met her. She's cool. I don't know her. She's cool. A lot of really big names working on this show and a lot of just... Big, like people who have done big musicals like Spam a Lot, Book of Mormon, all mm-hmm. that stuff. All these people have a, a, a calling for these big, gigantic musicals. Uh, so it was announced in 2020 that by Tina Fey, actually, that not only had their production recouped its initial capitalization, its initial like put in, but also they're going to now make a movie based on the musical. Yeah. Yay! Yeah, which I'm so excited about. Um, and it will head to London's West End in the spring of 2021. I know! Isn't that exciting? Time for us to go to London. So what's what I found very interesting, I was looking at the casting of the show. Usually there's some, some differences between the initial run in whatever other city it's in versus yeah. Broadway. They took the entire freaking cast yeah, from did. the Washington run to Broadway. So that cast includes Katie, is Erica Henning, Henningson. 
Yeah. Hennison. Oh, I'm so sorry, y'all. Regina. I love this girl. Taylor Louderman. Holy crap. I had... Sorry. She just left recently. I keep I keep derailing you. Yeah, it was... Uh, she was replaced by a girl who won the Jimmy Awards, but... One of my students, when I met, like, when I was a professional mentor, I got a little card saying, you sing better than Taylor Lauderman. And uh, I'm like, that's a big compliment. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Um, Re- uh, Janice, this is a name. This is, like, a name. Barrett Willert Weed. Wilbert. Wilbert. Wait, do you not know Barrett? I don't know Barrett. Oh, my gosh. I'm going to say this again for you. Janice is Barrett Wilbert Weed. Thank you. That's a, quite a name. She thought that on her equity papers, it required her full name. So that's how that had happened for her. Oh. Yeah. yeah. But she was she was Veronica and Heathers. You know her. Yeah, I do know her. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that is she's just got an interesting name there. I I absolutely love it. Damien is Gray Henson, Gretchen, Ashley Park, Karen Smith, my absolute favorite person in the whole world is uh, uh katie rockwell oh really uh, yeah i i love her not not my absolute favorite but my favorite character in the show yes but i think the way katie rockwell plays it which she i follow her on instagram and she's so funny she keeps posting these like memories of the first time in their dressing room and everything and yeah they've got like these funny tiktoks and stuff that they do i just i think she's fucking hilarious as karen and i love singing sexy like that's my favorite song that was the first song that I, I learned from Mean Girls. For Broadway. For Broadway, that yeah. Was, you do with all the all the puppets. Yeah, that's yeah. that's the one with uh Sexy with corn. the sexy corn. Yeah, I make sexy corn every time I do it for the Broadway. I've done it twice now with two different sexy corns. I just I love her. And you know what? I learned about Mean Girls, the musical, and I learned about that song from James. <laughs> Drink. James. James. Mm-hmm. He was like, you have got to learn this song. It's so funny. Here, go listen to it. And bye-bye. <laughs> sure enough. Mrs. Heron slash Norberry slash George is Carrie Butler, who's in Beetlejuice or was in Beetlejuice. She's coming back at some point. Erin um, is played by Kyle Selig. I'm sorry, y'all. I did not take great notes. Kevin. I love this guy's name. Cheech Manoher. Man- ah, oh, fuck. Hey, but his name's Cheech. And then Mr. Duvall, Rick Younger. I just pulled out the playbill to see. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Teach Manohar. Manohar, thank you. There's some interest. He have has a great name. Kyle Selig. Yeah. Selig, yeah. Killing it. So the awards. They're, they won a couple of awards, but really just got nominated out the ass for a lot of things. Out, out the ass. Out the ass for um helen hayes awards out uh, in washington for outstanding visiting production the drama desk awards they got outstanding book plus 33 nominations drama league three nominations outer critic circle the outstanding book one and then eight more nominations on top of that just a fun fact this is my last bit and then you're going to start telling us all about the show Tina Fey had to update the show a little bit because the movie came out in 2004. Yeah. And the musical didn't drop until 2017, 2018 yeah. on Broadway. Yeah, 13 years later. She had to update her right. in for 14? 14? 2004 to 2017? 13? 13 years? Oh, whatever. Math. Uh, math. We're not in the math leads. Uh, no, we're not. <laughs> what, what? Then the uh, she had to update her... Or her bullying, like bullying has changed in the past yeah. 13 years quite significantly. So she actually t- interviewed a bunch of teenage girls and they talked about Snapchat and how bullying has changed and she updated it in some of the, the book of the musical. So you'll notice some references to Snapchat and Instagram and bullying mm-hmm. of that sort mm-hmm. through social media. This is my last fun fact. University of Michigan claims Taylor Louderman Ashley Park and Erica Hen- Henningsen, they all went to University of Michigan together. So they knew each other. They all knew each other. They knew each other so before. They, had good they were sisters. They were in the yeah. audition room. Oh! What? Sorry. Oh, <laughs> this pillow was moving and I thought it was a wasp for a second. I've killed two wasps in my house over the past two days. And oh. I told Chelsea and that was my mistake. Oh. Look up that person. All right. You ready to tell us all about that Mean Girls? Yes, but first I need to refill my drink. Oh, I do too. As I get my shit together. Oh, I was playing on the Instagrams. Yeah. 
spray through it three times a day with anti-coronavirus. It's Crown Royal with the spray bottle. <laughs> Did you see the Tito's um, thing that they put out? The Tito's no, notice? No, I didn't. Okay, I'm going to read it because I think everyone needs to hear it. It's living. Okay, I found it. So, I don't think it was actually out by Tito's. I'm not sure, but this is what they say. It's a little picture. And it says, Per the Center for Disease Control and Prevention, CDC, washing hands with soap and water is the best way to get rid of germs in most situations. If soap and water are not readily available, you can use an alcohol-based hand sanitizer that contains at least 60% alcohol. You can tell if the sanitizer contains at least 60% alcohol by looking at the product label. Tito's Handmade Vodka is 40% alcohol and therefore does not meet the current recommendation of the CDC. So stop using Tito's to sanitize your hands. (laughs) Now that we've had our corona update, I guess we can get to... Which um, her name is Regina George. I love the way she sings that song. Switch. I do too. But they, I love that switch. It's like do do do. We got the guitar that's going. And then Jenna so, sings here. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> that's what happens. Yeah. <laughs> so Janice and Damien are coming out on the stage during this intro. The stage is completely um, projections, like television screens. Oh, cool. By the way, like it's a dome of like Dear Evan Hansen. It's cool. like I think the first time I saw. Television projection was actually Finding Neverland, and those pieces would move mm-hmm. with television. No, it's just like a semicircle of screens, like cool. from ground to flight. And so Janice and Damien come in, they're like introducing the audience, and they're breaking the fourth wall with cautionary tale, saying, It's a song about fear and lust and pride, mm-hmm. based on actual events where, where people, people died. No, no one, one died. died. Oh my gosh. My and so pretty part. much they're starting the, the, the scene being like, we're going to talk about this mythical place called high school mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and this girl and you need to be careful um, about being mean. And so they introduce Katie Heron and we're because like, their story starts in Africa. Africa! Africa! <laughs> so that's Gosh your tale. Then it goes straight into It Roars, which I think I'm going to start using for auditions. I really love that song. Mm-hmm. I'm 16, living in paradise with the lions and birds and stuff. But I'm 16, and it's not enough. I think she's so cute in the song. She sings something about... Her um, voice just cracks me up. Something about the way she shapes her vowels. But I do it for Mrs. Cartero on stage. Yeah. When I'm on stage. But I'm 16, and it's not enough. It's just, she just like not say you sound like she, it. But no, <laughs> she does something like that where she like rounds the vowels out. I think she's just like a Midwestern. She's not just a Midwesterner. It's also old Nathan Fillion. <laughs> old Nathan. Nothing about what's happening. It sounds correct. like Katie. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you too. Yeah, okay, I love fine. you. That's it. Roars, and so in the middle of it, roars. Her parents come in, and um, this is. The woman, this is Carrie Butler's character. I actually saw it with T. Boyick, who covered all the adult women roles. She covered, wait, I'm going to talk about T really quick. I love her. She has a podcast, T, T-E-E. She covered all the adult uh, women roles. She also learned Janice's role in about three hours and went on for Janice because uh, Barrett couldn't be there. And I guess all the standbys weren't there. Oh, my God. So she just learned it and went on. And so she became a Janice cover. She was a Katie cover. So T, all the adult women, she learned Janice. She covered Katie. She recovered Regina. And she covered Gretchen. God. Isn't that okay. insane? That's pretty it's cool. It's like swing life. So I saw her the first time she ever got to do her adult women role. 
Olive has decided that she wants to cover every inch of the condo, <laughs> walking around to make just inspecting all of it with her noisy nails. I wrestled with her for about an hour trying to, to bevel her nails, and she refused. Not having it. No. So that's T. She's cool. But yeah. So in the middle of it roars. Her parents are like, we're going to have to move back. It's going to be really different. No. She's like, but we do adventures and maybe I'll see a fat person. Oh, my God. Yes. That line is said. She also talks about a venti, Starbucks venti chai, which I want to know how she found out about the venti chai. Well, her parents are from America. They haven't always been yes, in Africa. Yes, but they lived in Africa for 16 years because she turned 16 in Africa. And 16 years ago they had Starbucks. Did they have venti chai? I'm sure they did. And why would they? I don't know. I just think it's it's a hole. It's a hole. Well, and she's got internet. It's not like she's completely cut off from society, but she knows what it is. She's never seen a fat person before. She's, well, because she lives in Africa. Stop making sense of this. <laughs> <laughs> I am putting reality into this fantasy world. So Katie goes to high school. They move to Illinois, mm-hmm. which let me tell you. I don't think a person like Regina... Would live in Illinois. No, okay, so my second high school was in Illinois, and I guarantee we had at least one Regina. Really? Somewhere. Yeah. High school's wild. Yeah, I don't remember. It's been too long ago. It's wild. No, I do remember, actually. I still have nightmares about it. It's wild. Yeah. Yeah. It's a wild place. So Katie, she comes in, and she's like, I'm going to be friends with all these teens. Hey, teens! Unsubscribe. So um, she's like, well, they're all paying attention to their little screens, but everyone's got to have more friends, which is not the reality of this world. Mm. You move, and everyone's like, I already have friends. Yeah. We don't need more friends. Aww. That's a real, real, real I've never, world. I've never had to experience moving ever in my life. No, I really, I've, I've not, I've not moved out of state. I've always been in the same place. I've always been in Houston. So like, even if I move, you know, down here, you're still in Houston. Know, still in Houston. I still know people who know people who know people. It's not like transporting myself and going to a completely different place. You know, when you go out with me it. and I'm suddenly best friends with the entire bar staff. Yeah, that's because this you're... is why. Okay. <laughs> That makes sense. That makes sense. Thank you for doing that for the socially awkward people that if I had just moved, I wouldn't even be going anywhere. I'd yeah. be too scared. So thank you for being that person. There we go. We got the dog Here's on the dog. lap. This is why we need to hire an assistant is to entertain Olive and the animals while we're recording. <laughs> With all $20 that we make a month. Yeah. Okay. So Katie comes in. And she's like, I can't make new friends. So she runs into Janice and Damien, who decide to help Katie as she tries to find her social group. So Damien sings the song, Where Do You Belong? I feel this. My mama used to tell me, baby girl, don't ever eat lunch on the john. Your mother called you baby girl. Singing. <laughs> <laughs> So Damien does his Where Do You Belong big dance break. They actually, I realize, he goes, here's my dance break. I believe they actually have a full dance break that they have cut out of the recording. Oh. It's kind of like in Spongebob they've done that. Mm. There's always a big, like, if you go and see it, there's, you know, a 10-minute tap number. Right. The, oh my god, it's so good, too. Yeah. <sighs> Squidward's tap Yeah, number. but it's not in the recording. Yeah. They cut that music. So he sings that. Um, what's the one? Omnisure and ew. But if you like fingering and blowing, this is the group <laughs> for you. So the band clever. Geeks, right? It's so stupid and clever. And Katie has decided that her click is Janice and Damien. But oh my gosh, the stage, the screen split and suddenly out of the fog comes the plastics. The plastics. It's kind of like in Heathers with uh, everyone's seen the clip of the Heathers coming off, off of... Uh, they come from upstage left, and they have the the lunch trays and the smoke, and they yeah. walk through this tunnel. So it's like that, only they come up center. And they enter from on top of a 
table. And all these tables are moving. So the cast, the ensemble is literally sitting in these lunch tables and, and the pushing them around with their feet in oh, like circles cute. and pinwheels. And then they get the lunch trays and they do like the fan lunch tray dance. I like that. Yeah. It's like, it's like, obviously it's like Heather's because Mean Girls is based on Heather's. Mm-hmm. Suddenly the plastics enter. And Katie's like, oh, wow, who's that? And they're like, don't look at him. You'll turn to stone, or more or less is what they're saying. And so he explains that Regina George is the queen bee. And then Gretchen is her right-hand man. That's why her hair is so big. It's full of secrets. Full of secrets. And she's very, like, chirpy. She's like a bird. And then you have Karen, who's just dumb. My name is Karen. My... My sh- I don't, my remember. teeth are shiny. My hair is perfect. My, my skirt is tiny. <laughs> it barely covers my perky hiney. My name is Karen. I may not be smart. That's it. That's it. <laughs> this is my dream role, y'all. <laughs> I'm going to play it. I love it. Dream. Um, dream role. I once saw her put a D in the word orange. orange. So the Regina, or the Reginas, the Plastics, they see Katie, so they pretty much have their introduction song, and she's like, my name is Regina George. Wait, wait, hold on. My name is Regina George, and I am a massive This introduction of the Meet the Plastics is kind of Damien's dream sequence of them, like how he sees them. We're mm-hmm. still in his, like, everyone is singing and dancing and whatnot. It's like, this is not the real, this is not how they're actually acting. Yeah. They see Katie, and at the end of the song, they end up asking Katie to sit with them at lunch. See you here same time tomorrow. On Wednesdays we wear pink. On Wednesdays we wear pink. So what I like about the Mean Girls score. Uh, what what's his name did is he gave each of the characters a theme, uh-huh. a musical theme, right? And it comes back. And it comes back, and so they do a trio of their own theme mm-hmm. together, and then like they're all very different, but they work together. Um, I remember when this came out, everyone thought it was gonna be very um, shrilty, like Heather's, mm-hmm. and then it wasn't. Which it I'm was, cool with. Which I'm totally cool with because it means I can sing it. It's singable. It's singable, and you can do it eight shows a week without ruining your voice and having to be drunk to do it. Hey, look at that. Look at that. Janice is like, no, you don't need to, you don't need to sit with them. Actually, yes, sit with them, because if you say yes, uh, we can, we can laugh at them, we can, we can defeat them. We can talk them. about it later. And Damien, he starts to talk about why Janice hates Regina. Of course, Janice is like, no, you can't tell her, which is like in the movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so... Scene change. The scene changes. The tables go off and the desks come on. Olive has he. She needs to sit the fuck down. Okay, I gave Olive a bone. So let's see if she stops walking around like a crazy dog. Okay, we are in a scene change. So scene change into AP Calc, where Katie is. She has met Aaron Samuels and she immediately falls for him. Because and you can fall in love in high school, and yeah, it totally right? works out. Is it? Totally. Would you know, Charles? Nope. <laughs> so she's <laughs> she's sings Stupid with Love, which is also one of my favorite songs. Mm-hmm. Where she's, and I'm stupid, stupid with, with love. love. Like an ant and get it. I love this bridge. She's like, I am filled with calculus. <laughs> so she's meeting him. Yeah, and so at the end of the song, he goes, what day is it? October 3rd. Oh. My new favorite day. <laughs> so 
show. That's how the song ends. But um, she's pretty much like, "Um, yeah, math. Math brought me this cute boy, and I love math. I memorized a lot of pie because I wasn't having any luck with boys in Uh Africa. (laughs) She gave up. She gave it thirteen. Gave it up at thirteen. Gave up love. Thirteen, and still she met. Aaron Samuels. I was trying to call him Samuel Aaron's, and I was like, no, that's not correct. You know, that that was a dyslexic moment. The time of age 13 to 16 is a very awkward age. I can see giving up love at that point, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Chelsea was hurt. (laughs) I was hurtled. But Kevin, Kevin, who is played by um, Cheek, or Cheech. Cheech? Cheech. Cheech. Like Cheech and Chong. C-H-E-E-C-H, Monahar. He comes up, and he's like, I'm so impressed with your how good you are at math. Why don't you come and join the math leagues, Katie? Whoa, Which whoa. she's been told by Damien that joining math leagues social, is social so suicide. suicide. Not only does Damien say that, but so does Gretchen. I guess Damien and Gretchen we agree on something. It must be true. Yeah. So Regina is like, go away, Kevin. You're not cool enough. Go away. So, Katie starts to think that, like, Regina's protecting her from this, uh, from everyone. Mm -hmm. She doesn't know. She doesn't know. So, Regina's protecting Katie. Um, And starts actually warming up to her. Okay. Maybe she's not as bad as you think, Janice. Janice is still like, no, she's still really bad. Mm -hmm. And so, they sing Apex Predator. This was one that was one of the first uh, released songs. Yeah. I love this song. Okay, a lot happened in that song. I also want to point out, uh, during Stupid With Love, the theme of the music in the background, and it matches it roars. Yes, it does. And so Apex Predator, the theme kind of matches what has happened with Cautionary Tale. Mm -hmm. So we have now kind of come full circle, not full circle, but act one circle, with Apex Predator. And in, in the midst of Apex Predator, you have Katie being like, no, 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 she's not so bad. Janice being, yes, she is. And they're in the mall. For this scene. Mm-hmm. Also, she's at the mall. And and in the movie, you might remember that at the mall, all the students acted like animals yeah. around the watering hole. Yeah. So she alludes to, like, they're like, they're like uh, I'm part of her pride. And all these animals are coming up to her. So the students still act like animals. Yeah. And then they will transition to being, like, humans into oh, animals. Oh, I love that. And then there's scenes in between. So in the song, you can hear, like, Katie loving Regina, and then immediately, a beat later, she was like, how did it do? There's a change. Yeah. And that change in the lyrics is Katie being like, oh my gosh, Janice was right. How does she... Okay, I haven't seen the musical, so like, what happens that that changes? Find out. Is it... Because like, in the movie, it's because she's she's watching this phone call happen where she calls this girl's um, mother to say that her daughter needs to call her back at the... Um, the um, pregnancy center. Katie asks Gretchen about Aaron Samuels, being like, oh yeah, I like him. And Gretchen being like, no, 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 no! Like a bird. Uh And saying like, no, he's off limits because he's Regina's ex. Mm -hmm. And that was the switch because then she talks about how um, not something has she suspected. I was any kind of reproductive threat, but she doesn't know yet. So it's that, oh, well, Regina's ex-boyfriend, like, that means I can't date Aaron. And that's the change. Okay. So the Plastics and Katie go to Regina's house where you meet adult woman Miss, (laughs) uh, Mrs. George. Exactly. (laughs) Mrs. George comes in. cool mom. The cool mom. That cool exactly. Mom. Who says that she's a cool mom? Yeah. So she meets she meets Regina's mom, who's the cool mom. And Gretchen and Karen, they're up in Regina's room and they are looking at photos of classmates and they pull out the burn book. And so Gretchen explains to Katie that like, yeah, Janice and Regina used to be best friends. But Regina's like, but she's a freak because she freaked out because Regina couldn't invite her to her 13th birthday party and ended up in art therapy because of it. 
So now Katie knows the secret of why Janice doesn't like Regina. But then Regina goes into like her room. So Regina goes into like the bathroom and, Re and Gretchen, point is, Gretchen and Katie are alone and Gretchen starts t singing What's Wrong With Me. Mm -hmm. And she's like, I, I don't know why Regina hasn't talked to me. And she's confiding all this in Katie. And she's like, like, I was told I was pretty, but I'm not. It must be not real. Is it me there's something wrong with? It probably is. What I love about this song is that there's the duality of what's what's wrong with me for what what is physically wrong with me tell me so you so i can fix myself and then also what's wrong with me for liking this yeah. person for putting up i love this writing it's just it's brilliant So you know what this song reminds me of? Huh. Fly, fly away. Gonna let him fly, fly. Do 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 do. No, no. I'm. It's Carrie Butler singing. I don't know it. I don't know the song. I know you know it. From, from you, what? Uh, catch me if you can. Catch me if you can. That fucking show. Oh, I don't know cool. that show. I know you've heard the song because I guarantee you've had a student sing it. I haven't. We're gonna come back to that. I'm gonna play it and you'll be like, oh. So, they were at Regina's house. And now they're back at school. And uh, Aaron kind of talks to talks about his previous relationship with Regina and how he kind of swore off dating. And Katie's like, shit. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> and so they sing, or she sings Stupid With Love. And in the middle of her, like, Stupid With Love song, she says something where Aaron's like, what? And she's like, oh, I, uh, oh I'll never get it. Get what? Oh, uh, this problem, I don't get it. Mm -hmm. He's like, well, it's a factorial. You multiply. And then she has a, the epiphany of, oh, if, if I'm I dumb, act stupid, if I act stupid, then I can spend more time with him. Ooh, maybe mm. then we'll, like, he'll change his mind. Mm. So she starts getting tutored by dumb Aaron Samuels. Who doesn't know the right answers. Who doesn't actually yep. know the right answers. So far, the movie, like, through Act 1 kind of follows the... The movie. It, I'm sorry. The musical follows the movie yeah. through Act 1. I know it changes soon. So, Katie and Aaron, they have... Uh, Aaron invites Katie to his Halloween party. Cue Karen. Yay! Karen comes out and sings... Sex sexy. Sex! change the world I'd make it Halloween every single day and also have world peace maybe world peace should be first world, world peace, peace and then Halloween wait let me start over <laughs> and she literally starts the song over <laughs> I fucking love and it skips to that like the do 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 where do you want I give you sexy corn. And then she goes through a list. I love when she's like, I can cure sex cancer. Nope. There's no such thing. I did it. I did it. <laughs> she like tries three different times. I can be a sexy doctor and cure some sexy cancer. Sexy cancer? No. I can cure sex cancer? That doesn't exist. I did it. Sexy cancer. That's not right, is it? No. I can sexy cure some cancer. No. I can cure sex cancer. Sex cancer doesn't exist. I did. I did it. I love performing so, that song. So, so she sings much. sexy, and this is when everyone's getting into their Halloween costumes. Which, of course, in the movie, they talk about how it's the time. Like, it's, like, the only day you can be, like, a, dressed like a total slut and nobody asks you any questions about it. Huh. Holla. Holla. <laughs> so she, they start getting dressed. But Katie shows up in her scary zombie costume. Of course. The one that she shows up yeah. in the movie. Yeah. Bride of Frankenstein. The Bride of Frankenstein, that's what it is. Um, but at the party, Gretchen, in order to gain Regina's approval again, tells Regina about Katie having a crush on Aaron. 
And so Regina, playing it super cool, she starts to flirt with Aaron. With someone gets hurt. Which is just an awesome song. Which it starts with her theme. So she's pretty much saying someone gets hurt, and she's saying that she's the one who gets hurt. Because though she's popular, people just use her. So mm. she's the victim here. Oh, back in So dish. Katie sees Aaron kissing Regina and runs off to Janice mm -hmm. in her upsetness. And so she shows up, just like in the movie, Janice and Damien are watching a movie, and she barges she in, and they're like, ah! <laughs> So Davian tells Katie the real reason Regina and Janice are stopping friends was because in eighth grade Regina accused Janice of being a lesbian. Mm -hmm. Regina didn't say that before. And um, when Janice was unable to deny it, classmates were then bullying Janice until she oh. had to leave the school. Jesus. So it was because of a rumor. It wasn't just because she didn't go to her birthday party. Yeah. Um, so they decide to, they, 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 they devise their plan to bring down Regina. That's with the calteen bars that make her gain weight. Mm -hmm. Um, and they do, they use all these different things and they sing about it in a song called Revenge Party. I love the song. Regina, Regina, Regina. Next we take away. Y'all have a lot to drink. <laughs> Wait, get up. Ah, Regina. <laughs> Santa come. Santa. One for Caddy Harris. She gets everything. Four for Glenn Coco. You go, Glenn Coco. Glenn Coco, Glenn Coco, And none for Gretchen Wieners. Bye. Who sent that? So, the narrative song, Revenge Party, where they are beginning to ruin Regina's life, mm -hmm. that all happens within this four-minute song. Beautiful. That what pretty much what ruins Regina's the ultimately though is that they get to the talent show and they perform rocking around the pole. Which is not <laughs> Jingle Bell Rock. Which is Jingle Bell Rock, more or less. So they go and they and at this point Regina Regina uh Blake Dubois would be so proud because uh -huh. she puts on her her couch cushions <laughs> on her hips and puts on several pairs of tights and she has a, she's a drag queen from the waist down at this point uh -huh. because for this number they have it covered up and but she's gaining weight from the calteen bars and mid number she leans over and with her butt in the air and it shows that her ass has grown in her oh. underwear and they snap a picture and all those screens yeah. suddenly is Regina's ass and all these tweets oh. and snaps of her ass. That's when it starts to change. And that's where it all changes. And so Regina shows up breaking one of the rules, the, the rules about clothing and like sweatpants saying this is all I can wear. And they're like, you can't sit with us! Oh. And that's when her reign more or less ends and everyone starts to feel this freedom because Regina is no longer in charge and they sing fearless. Wait, who is my boss? Now Regina is gone. being fearless fearless is more or less the end of act one but you do have regina who comes in and starts singing someone gets hurt reprise mm. oh my god and so she's pretty much saying like it's not over though mm. it's not over which brings us to intermission
so we are on act two. I think Chelsea and I are very tired. <laughs> I need a shower. We're both just kind of staring at each other. <laughs> we're doing great. We're doing great. We're doing great. So we're on act two. As I said before, Regina has had her, you know, ass posted literally everywhere. And that was for their Christmas talent show music thing. So now it's after winter break is when Act 2 begins. And Katie has pretty much become the full queen bee. And Karen and Gretchen literally follow her everywhere. Aww. And she's like, I don't know what to do. They keep following me. It's weird. (laughs) I think in the Washington version, they did Mm -hmm. sing a cautionary tale reprise. I don't remember it on Broadway, but it doesn't mean they didn't do it. So Katie and, and, I mean, Gretchen and Karen are still following Katie around, and Katie's trying to be a good friend, but she is all consumed with Aaron. Mm -hmm. And she's, uh, she tells Janice, like, she can't go to her art show because she has a trip with her parents. Um, but that's all really Janice, Janice cares about is her art shows. Um, and Janice and Damien are not huge fans of this new Katie, but they're trying to, you know, still be good friends to her. Mm-hmm. And Katie comes in and she's obsessed with her cell phone and she keeps acting dumb for Aaron and she keeps texting him. At which point they sing, Stop. Mm-hmm. To her. So before you snap, tag, like, or God forbid, call, here is my advice. Stop. Stop. You gotta stop. Because she is just being the most obnoxious with Aaron and yeah. the phone and her new ways and she's like no it's fine but yes yeah, so they're like you need to stop you need to stop you need to stop but she's like no it's fine i'm fine i'm just a little obsessed and so Karen and karen convince katie that she needs to have a party at her parents house katie technically didn't lie that she needed to go out of town with her parents she was planning to go out of town with her parents but then her she lies to her parents that she can't go and so her parents still go for the weekend and she has her small party Mm-hmm. Katie's Katie's parents leave for the weekend and they have her smart party, and so Gretchen's like, oh, it's like, or they're like, Katie's like, is it going to be small? And they're like, yeah, it'll be small. And Gretchen starts telling everybody. Gretchen also starts to notice some similarities between um, friendship with Regina and friendship with Katie, and also Regina's mother is trying to get Regina to open up to her. Which brings us to What's Wrong With Me, sung by Regina's mom. Oh. So she kind of thinks about how, like, when she was young. And so it's, I think it's a duet between Gretchen and, and Regina's mom. Oh. What's wrong with me? Different thoughts, same old song. I try so hard. Is that what's wrong? And everything's wrong. So like, there's something wrong with us. Nobody likes us the same way. So Katie has her party to which Kevin actually introduces Kevin G. Yeah. Introduces the party Kevin with G. whose house what, is what? this? Whose house is this? It's my house now. Whose house is this? It's my house now. I love this song. And so he's singing through the party, and you can hear a set of ab libs saying, like, oh, don't throw that, that's blah, 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 from Africa. And Aaron shows up. And she and Aaron sneak off to her bedroom, where she's like, oh, <laughs> it was funny, because I was pretending to be dumb so that you'd like me. So why would you do that? And he's like... Wow, you are more like the plastics in Regina than I thought. What happened to the cool Katie? And Aaron leaves and Katie runs outside. And just like in the movie, Janice is driving back and sees her. And she's like, so much for your 
going on to town with your parents, you slut or whatever she says. Um, but in the show, He's they're on slut. one of those um, scooters, the motorized scooters. Yeah. What are they called? His, it's his grandmother's, like. Thing. It's a scooter, and so he's on the scooter. He's like, I can't stop. I'm gonna keep going. And yeah. Janice gets off of it and starts talking to Katie, and then gets back on it because it's moving so slowly. And it's just he's like, Is it like a golf going. cart? Or no, it's a, a literal scooter. scooter. I love that. It's a scooter. It's like the it's like the wheelchair scooter. Yeah, I can't think of what they're called right now. Oh, that's cute. But yeah, Janice throws the picture at Katie, and it's and it won. Aww. It won. She missed her art Oh, yeah, Katie, when she's talking to Aaron, she sings a song called More is Better. Want it more and I want it better. Or something like that. Let me find it. So if more is always better, then you should have thought it through a bit more. It's so fetched. So Katie and Aaron, they have their falling out. Janice and Katie are having their falling out. Damien and Katie are having their falling out. And everyone is pretty much figuring out Katie's act. And Regina finds out that she wasn't invited to Katie's party and that she finds out the Caltine bars that Katie gave her were getting making her gain weight. Mm-hmm. So she decides to get revenge and she takes out the burn book. Oh my. And she begins singing <gasps> World Burn. My name is Regina George, and I am a massive dude. There's her theme from before. My name is Regina George. Regina is a ugly cow. So during throughout this song. Regina starts, she gets copies of the burn book, and she starts throwing them up around, and this is where, like, she actually gets put up onto a pillar, like, shoots her up in the air, so she's above everyone, mm-hmm. and everyone's coming up and picking up these papers, like, what is it, Regina, or, Janice is a spank stike, Regina is a, a bugly cow. cow, Regina is a bugly cow. So, they have world burn. So all of the class is, they start fist fighting and, like, being upset about all these insults. And Janice and Damien see this insult book, or an insult in the book, which is Damien is too gay to function. And they're like, we know Katie said this because she's the only one who could have written this about Damien. Right. So Miss Norbury makes the girls have an assembly. And... Just like in Heather's, we're going to feel, feel, but no, they're not doing that. She's like, we're going to have this assembly where we're going to empower each other so the girls need to stand up and talk about themselves. And Janice is like, fuck all of you. She gets up on the stage and she sings, I'd rather be me. I love this song. Chelsea's doing the action, and she's like, right finger, and her left finger goes up in the air. But I switched it. She did. She switched it. So Janice sings, I'd Rather Be Me, which her Jimmy Fallon performance of it is the first time I heard it, and it was incredible. Mm. Janice sings, I'd Rather Be Me, and Regina storms out in anger, and Katie tries to apologize to Regina, but while Regina's distracted, she gets hit by a... She gets hit by a school bus. Oh, no. So when Regina gets hit by the bus, Katie starts to reevaluate everything that she's done. And so Katie takes the full blame for the the burn book. And she also, she worries because Norbury's about to get fired because of the drug pusher Mm -hmm. comment. And she's like, no, 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 it's my fault. I made it up. So she gets suspended for three weeks. And she's banned from the spring fling dance, which Regina's always the queen of. Keep in mind. And Katie returns to school, though, and Miss Norbury offers her extra credit to save her grade if she joins the mathletes at their state championship, especially since she's been failing all mm-hmm. semester because try- she was trying to get close to Aaron. And so she's like, okay, I can do this thing. And so they sing, do this thing. Yo, yo, 
athletes mm. take championship one what? first female ever on the team one a box lunch will be provided one box lunch will be provided what i can do this got a heart of respect so she does this thing and they win the state championship yeah. The limit does not the exist. The limit does not exist. The limit does not exist. But then she gets back and she sneaks into Spring Fling um, with Aaron's help because they have um, made up and she kisses him. Ew. 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 They kiss. Yeah. But she runs into Regina and they have a little bit of a heart to heart. And then suddenly Katie is Spring Fling queen. But when she gets up there, she gets a little the crown, and she's like, "This thing is is cheap plastic," and she starts breaking into pieces, and she sings the song called "I See Stars," pretty much saying like, "You know what? We're all different. We all are unique, and because of that, we all shine." Mm-hmm. And so she sings this very empowering song, "I See Stars." I never get this far when I'm listening Easy to, to it. Break. That's how I used to be. So I See Stars is the finale of Mean Girls, and it ends everyone being kumbaya, yeah. and then they go into bows. All right. So that is Mean Girls. Yay. I would like to point out that Regina is in the little back brace at Spring <laughs> <laughs> So Regina's costumes are the probably the most intense throughout the show because she has to go through being... And, like, being really tiny and skinny and these constricting clothing. And she gets a little chunky. And then she gets chunky, so then she has to put in the um, hip pads. Mm-hmm. And then she has to then get, like, fatter, and then she's in the sweatpants. And then she has to go and be in a back brace. <laughs> she gets, she does take it off for bows. Oh, she does? Yeah, she does take it off for bows. Just, like, <laughs> bow in the brace. Oh, so, How do you feel, Chels? I, I feel good. You feel good. I feel empowered. You feel empowered. I feel empowered. Yeah. Fucking empowered. If I had had um, a friend like Janice in high school, maybe, maybe I wouldn't like feel so bad about myself. I had some really good friends in high school, but none of them were like, were like, fuck everything and just love yourself kind of people. They were like, we love you, kind well, of people. That's enough, was, right? <laughs> well, yeah, but it's hard when you've got like. A lot of people calling you names from one side of the of this area and then this other side, people talking about you. And, like, it's hard not to just believe what people say about you. But, yeah, let's end on a positive note. A positive note. Uh, Postmates is doing non-contact deliveries now. What? If any, I don't think any kids listen to our podcast, but if you do, mm. thank you for listening, number one. I'm sorry for the potty mouth, but also, like... Just love love who you are. It's really hard to find that out. It's it's hard to find out who you are, but love who you are. Unless this you're hurt, a you don't serial even have killer. to find it out. You Unless, like you don't have to know who you are. Just yeah. don't be what you're not. Yeah. But then who are you? But like how do you know who you, you are? You can act how you feel ways. like you should act. Yeah. Well it, in in, you know, conformity of the law and whatnot. Right. But Do if you're not like today, I like art, but tomorrow I like blah blah blah. Pizza soccer. and soccer. Yeah. Pizza and soccer, they go together. Yeah. Um, that's okay. You can do that. Well, with that, we'll see how this sounds with this Yeti mic. That's what was picking up all of Olive's little click clacks. Um, the gain is really high on this. We've adjusted it, but when we adjust it too much, you can. can't hear us. But if you want to help our mic situation, yeah. You can join us on Patreon at www.patreon.com slash winesanddolls and become, it's more or less you become a subscriber and you get all of Chelsea's one more stories. My one more stories. And you get some extra special content that we post. We're going to get some swag We're getting swag. Soon. I um, put out for our finalized logo. Yeah. It's almost finalized. And you're back from Christie soon on that. I bought our domain. Yay! So we, now, we don't have the website, it's not launched, but we do own winesanddolls.com. Mm-hmm. 
So if you join us on Patreon, you can get in on all of that fun things. All of those fun things. Yeah, and we we want to thank our Patreon members that we do have now. Yes. Um, Mama Hardy. Mama Hardy. Love you, Mommy. We have Andy, and we have no one. No one. Andy. Join the party with us. Yeah. Uh, they have a suggestion. Actually, Andy was the one who suggested we get the Yeti mic, and it just so happened I had oh. access to one. Yeah, hey, thank so you. So I grabbed it and from my sister. Yay. Sorry, I almost took your mic. It was in your room. You're in Australia. <laughs> You're fine. Um, if you want to follow us on social media, you can find us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok at Wines and Dolls. I have been a lot more active on our t- TikTok. Have you? Yes. You know, I'm not allowed to promote TikTok uh, at Main Street. Oh, yeah. I found that. You told Did us I tell you that? story. Okay. Yeah. That was another story. Okay. See things like that, you can get on our Patreon. <laughs> if you are listening on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or anything, the best way to help us is by pressing subscribe and leaving a review, writing a review. Five star only. Well, please. We we hope it's five stars. I hope. If it's four or less stars, please feel free to email us at winesanddolls at gmail.com or reach out to us on any of our social media. I literally monitor it all the time mm-hmm. <laughs> always on social media and we'll be back next week with more well what do we talk about next week not influential women uh, oh what we'll are we be back about? next week with more influential women Hopefully. and stuff like that and stuff like that and with that, with that i'm regina george and i'm katie heron and, and this, this is, is not mean girls <laughs> not mean girls <laughs> I'm Chelsea. I'm Emily. And this is Wines and Dolls. Bye. Bye.